Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a good friend, talented entrepreneur, Kristen Rea. What's going on? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Kristen, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, it's been a while. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. Um, I'm very, I'm even more excited because I'm speaking with someone who's an entrepreneur in streetwear clothing, uh, something that I've recently pursued myself uh, with the 94 collection from my uh, production company, 94 Productions. So very exciting to have you on the podcast to discuss kind of your journey and uh, really what led to this brand uh, being created and established. Um, so over the course of the pandemic, uh, I've seen that you've proudly, you know, distributed, designed these clothing products under the brand after apparel. So yep. what is the origins behind the brand name? I have to know that first. All right. So uh, over the course of the pandemic, it was just like a working progress. Honestly, I think I changed my name like maybe 17 times. I was not set on a name. I'm indecisive to begin with. So right, right, choosing right. a name for a closing brand was like something else. Mm -hmm. But I chose after because um, I'm a huge advocate for what happens in the past, how it affects the present and how it will eventually determine the future. Right. So I chose after Basically, what after means is the future and the time following. So I used that. I just cut out the E and I just made a short form after. And I just wanted to use it as a way to express how fashion trends in the past have pretty much made their way back into today's life. So, for example, like Champion and Fila, those used to be huge back in the day. Like, I remember my dad telling me that, like, I used to get Champion from Walmart, like, all the time. And I'm like, that used to sell for 20 bucks. Like now that's like yeah. very high end. Like I heard that as well. Yeah, premium brand. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just like amazes me how things like come back after time. Like, I don't know. I was just, it's just something I've always been interested in, not only with fashion, but with everything in life. I just wanted to use my passion for my love of evolution pretty much right. and turn it into something that I love doing I've always yeah. wanted to uh make a clothing line like I remember in my first years of university I was talking to one of my good friends and I was like you know what I want to start my own business like I want to make a clothing line right and she's like just do it like what's stopping you there you go just do it yeah and, uh, and that was kind of the model for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs or creatives I should say in the pandemic is just do it right <laughs> You know, I was, I was, yeah, I was one of them. Like I didn't really make my, uh, or begin my production company during the pandemic. It was shortly before, but, uh, mm -hmm. definitely had the same motto. Uh, the same mindset is, uh, you know, I never don't have any expertise in, uh, commerce regarding, you know, entrepreneurship, but, uh, it all starts with uh, an idea vision and executing on exactly. it. And, exactly. uh, you know, back to your point about like the clothing line, like with the trends and, how things have evolved, how things have come back and resurrected, uh, you know, the fanny pack, for instance, right? You see everybody exactly. wear it. Like the fanny pack was such a dorky thing back in what the nineties. And, you know, I guess it was seen as a fashion statement, but you know, you wind the clocks back like what, 10 years, you wouldn't be caught wearing one, but now it's, you know, it's stylistic, so right? popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's people, you know, and even men are wearing it, uh, more so, uh, you know, if at first I, I would see more, more so women wear it, but now men are just rocking it. And, uh, 
they treat they treat it like a wallet. So it's really interesting to see. Uh, they wear it differently, I should say. You know, back in the '90s, everyone wore it around the waist, but now go, people yeah, are wearing I, it right, like around the across shoulder, yeah. across the chest. Yeah. So there's different there's tweaks, I should say, um, mm-hmm. little little um, minor changes uh, that kind of our generation makes it uh, our own, right? Um, and yeah, even with the champion sweaters, the hoodies and stuff like hoodies, you know, we're considered like bummy clothing, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, low end, uh, you know, you, you, uh, didn't have a job, you were lazy, you know, just seeing now, it in a different like, context. You look at hoodies today, like you can, hoodies can be used in so many different styles today. Like you can dress up a hoodie and make it so like, you can literally go out to a fancy dinner and yeah. wear a hoodie. You can dress up a hoodie, put some jewelry on, put some nice, like, like whatever you can do anything with it or you can dress down a hoodie you can put it in a tracksuit you can mm-hmm. like you said before you can yeah you, you were seen as a bum like it's bummy clothing it's more versatile now yeah and exactly with the color patterns and you know the logos you know i got drew house you got supreme you slap that logo on and people will respect you right people will see you in 100%. a different light and like you just said like i've seen people out to dinner or out on a date <laughs> rocking like hoodies. a drew house hoodie right or a supreme hoodie because mm-hmm. that's how our culture perceives it especially our generation the millennials so very interesting and i'm happy that we're both uh in that market uh because i share the same affinity for streetwear uh, you know it's just the, the way I, I love that it's not too serious i love that you can wear it with anything i love that you're constantly feeling comfortable uh i know some friends listening might prefer a suit um but I'm the kind of guy where I, I want, I want to do both. You know, I don't like, you know, just being confined to one kind of style. And I, I feel like uh, with anyone, right. Like just being able to uh, kind of go different ways with clothing um, is a statement in exactly. itself, right. It's a statement in itself. Right. So um, nevertheless, why did you choose to create your own clothing brand though, and not kind of collaborate with another clothing line, you know, work under um, 94 collection. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, huh. I think, you know what, I was always, I was always one to figure things out on my own. Like mm-hmm. growing up, my dad started, he has his own business. He's yeah. like started from the bottom, like in my nunna's basement, making like his, he's a sign manufacturer. He started in my nunna's right. basement and he slowly progressively grew into what he is today he's very su- successful businessman i must yes. say so yes. shout out to my dad he was honestly a true advocate for me when starting this business he like he was supporting me he was guiding me he was helping me with um contacting distributors manufacturers and honestly i would not be where i am today without his help because he just like I don't know, like, I guess it was like a dad to daughter kind of advice that he was giving me, but it was like, he put me right on track. He's like, you have to, like, if you want to be successful, this is what you have to do. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's just like why, I don't know, like, my dad was a huge influence for me. I'd yeah, say. he provided a lot of insight. And, I, and I'm really happy you have that, like, father-daughter bond. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, friend, uh, girls that are friends of mine, like, they... I know it's a common theme, like a pattern. Even I see that in my sister, right? Like being close uh, to your dad. Um, there's just different things that you share, right? And mm-hmm. for your situation, uh, especially, uh, I find it strike. What, what strikes me is so interesting is that, you know, typically you'll have a parent, especially where we're from, right? The suburbs that will say like, don't start your own business. You should be finding a job. You should be, uh, 
you know, focusing on getting a job with a pension. You should be, you know, <laughs> in some situations you should be focusing on getting okay. married, <laughs> right? You should be focusing on getting married, right? Let's be honest, yeah. right? You're, you're a woman, right? Uh, we from, come from Italian backgrounds. But, at the, but then again, you have your dad who, you know, who's kind of experienced entrepreneurship, who's kind of went mm-hmm. through the trials and tribulations, who's, you know, ate dirt and, you know, saw gold, right? And mm-hmm. that must be a very interesting perspective to see, like yeah, to kind of get honestly. his, right? To kind of get, get his worldview on like what, what it takes to become an entrepreneur, what you should be doing to improve or what you should be doing better. Um, I'm sure you go to him a lot for feedback right oh always always he literally like he helps me a lot with manufacturing um so my clothing brand is all homemade um and since he's a sign manufacturer he helps me um get like the most reliable vinyl because I do like the iron press so he gets like the most reliable vinyl he helps me he actually gave me the machinery to do it so I do it right in my basement like I have my own little shop um but he tells me that, you know, like starting your own business, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have people trying to be better than you. You're going to have people try to copy you. But at the end of the day, you can't let them affect you. You can't put your head down and let them bother you. You got to keep your head up and you got to keep going. You can't let them, you can't let these barriers block you from your potential. Yeah. A significant issue for me, right. As an entrepreneur, or just a, a creative, like an artist is a comparison, right? Um, not because I'm envious or jealous of people. It's more because, you know, you, you do so much. And after a while you start to say, where am I progressing? Where am I headed? And sometimes it's human nature. You'll see someone in your field or your industry doing something more, or maybe doing something more unique. And what I'm trying to get at is that it takes away the joy. It takes away all the hard work that you put in for yourself, uh, by glancing over at someone else. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what assistance they had. Mm-hmm. Um, right whether it's financial or moral support. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's so important to, to look at it from that dynamic, right? Um, but it, it's, it's all a learning lesson, right? It's all, it's all um, part of the experience, uh, part of progressing uh, as an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. identifying, you know, those weaknesses of, like you, I'm exactly. sure your father has said, you can't compare. If you're going to be in this, you have to just look at your lane. Uh, you, can associ- you can associate with the right people. You can collaborate with the right people maybe to get you to a farther point but you mm-hmm. absolutely cannot compare because it'll drive you crazy and um, it won't and get you far it won't get you far right and and when you do compare you should stop yourself in the moment um you got to pride yourself you got to kind of a big thing too is like i'm sure you can relate is you got to believe in like what you're putting out there what you're doing right like sure. you're just telling me describing like after apparel it's like i can feel from you know, that speech that you made about why you started the company, what the brand means to you, the meaning behind it, the origins. Um, I felt there's an authenticity, like there, there's a, there's an actual reason. It wasn't because, oh, I just need some side money and everyone's doing it and I want to be the next Supreme. It's no, I have a affinity for streetwear. I've always admired, you know, fashion trends and how they've evolved. Um, and I think that's so important to take with your business and people, uh, this is something I, I discuss with you a lot with my brand 94 collection is people want to hear a story people want to be Mm -hmm. captivated people want value and when we've collaborated people are going to see a lot more of our content put out there in the future that's always as the filmmaker in me the visionary i strive towards is what story is it telling or what can we how how better can we captivate the audience instead of just putting out photos of our hoodies being posed in a certain manner right you're right yeah so you're right right. 
Having said that, with regards to my uh, 94 collection uh, and your after apparel, we, if you've been following our journey on Instagram, guys, social media, I should say, right? We have been, uh, collab- we've collaborated recently. We've joined forces um, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we sh- we've done uh, photo shoots, we've done a dance video shoot, and we have a lot more on the horizon that we got to plan out. Um, so the vision for this collaboration was to utilize our, your skills in dance and my skills in, uh, you know, videography to create dance music videos that I mentioned earlier, uh, because I wanted to better promote the merchandise. Now, as an entrepreneur, I want to know from you, why did you agree to this collaboration? Um, I think that reaching out to other entrepreneurs is a really successful way in better understanding the world the industry that we're in. So for example, we were both in the streetwear industry. We learn things from each other. We, like I was mentioning to you before, it's a learning progress. We learn things, we learn what not to do, what to do, what will benefit us in the future. And we share these skills with each other and we benefit off of each other. And I feel that it is so important to learn off of other people. And it helps with Uh, expanding your clientele as well like people will look at our behind the scenes and see that like wow Kristen like after apparel collabed with the 94 production and this is the outcome of it like I didn't know that they know each other like that's awesome I can't wait to see like what they're able to produce and like what it means for the future and what it holds for us basically and yeah like I just feel that it's very beneficial when reaching out to other people in the GTA, other audiences, and other people who are trying to make a living out of their their whatever industry they want to pursue in their future. So if they want to be entrepreneurs, exactly, they'll see that, like, you know, reach out to other people, learn from their experiences, and that'll benefit you and help guide you for what you have to hold in the future, pretty much. Yeah, no, exactly. Well said. Um, that's, that's exactly, like, why I, you know, kind of seeked you out and uh was happy that you were referred to me uh my sister credit to her excuse me but um I think it's just so important like you said is to take advantage of you know those resources and um capitalizing on people's different talents and kind of creating a vision together right because I was discussing with you like you know I could have easily I shouldn't say easily it would have been much more challenging but you know, there's resources where you could find dancers and, you know, people uh, that can help you with these videos. But um, I always, I'm a big believer and I'm sure your dad's the same way because he's Italian is uh, I prefer to go with people that I'm comfortable with that I trust <laughs> as opposed to, right. Sure. If I really have Especially to now yeah, in the okay, pandemic too, like, yeah, you don't know people... exactly. You don't know what's out there. Right. And again, like, you know, and, and not even for me, it's more for them too, right? Like they don't know who I am, right? As much as mm-hmm. I have this vision, this grand vision of like, you know, I can execute, I have a work ethic. Um, they're in the same boat as me. They don't know who I am. And that's why I create the portfolio that I do because it's much easier. It's my resume. It's my form of communication. It's like, let it, let that do the talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big thing, I always say this from day one is the reason, and I'm so happy that you agree with this vision is I wanted to distinguish ourselves from uh what i see on instagram right like what i always see like the typical uh photo shoots and the typical like video shoots i just wanted to do something different uh with our own unique taste right our own unique vision and 
um, I'm excited for everyone to see what, what we put out there in the future. So, so excited. <laughs> yeah. And how important, so I want to know, like going back to now social media, right. Cause you said you've been getting a lot of uh, great feedback and I'm so excited, <laughs> uh, you know, to hear, please relay anything. Yeah, exactly. Right. Please relay anything that comes your way. Um, how important is social media to your brand, uh, and its awareness on the market? Well, okay. So Technology is the soul of our generation today. Everything around us revolves around technology. So I feel that social media was definitely a way to advertise and market my brand because everyone uses Instagram. Um, it's not difficult to scroll through your Explore page and be like, oh, like this is something new. Like I've never seen this before. Click. Right boom, you have someone viewing your profile, you have a potential client. It is just, it's just so easy to market throughout the media today because everything is on the media. Like I cannot yeah. think of a single thing that is not technology-based or yeah. marketed throughout the media. So it's just, it's super easy. Um, it's super reliable. Um, it's very easy to come in contact with a lot of customers. Um, I know right now I just uh, uploaded my website. So that's like another way that, you know, Google search, everyone uses Google. It's an easy search engine and it's so reliable and so accessible for every, like mainly everyone. And the more you, the more you put yourself out there, the algorithm will push you up, right? Absolutely. Push you, push you to the top Absolutely. results. Cause I've seen that for myself, you know, like I appear in Google images, like not every, I'm not, I don't have 50 pictures of my face, but there's four and that's much better than two years ago when there was nothing. And I, mm -hmm. and I like that exposure, right? Because it's, you're getting out there, right? You're getting that, uh, that reach uh, that's required. And like you said, I think a big thing I should mention, like at our level, because uh, we're fairly new to entrepreneurship and we just started is, and I always tell you this, it's not so much about, um, you know, the ROI, like re the return on investment financially, like getting clients, uh, turning customers into transactions, like uh, monetary gain. It's more so like bringing value, like to the brand, like uh, mm -hmm. building it up, right? Because that's when I feel like there, there'll be, there'll be a moment in the future where that's why I'm saying like this creative collaboration, where someone outside of our circle, outside of our area, outside of our city, will, will uh, tap into, uh, you know, what, what our interests are, what, what uh, products we're selling, uh, and hopefully it could take off from there. I've always said this. I've said this on other podcasts. Um, I know you're a proponent of this as well. Uh, you know, you can't, as much as it's amazing to have your friends, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, like cheer you on, they're not going to help you make it. Who is going to help Absolutely you make it is not. people in the industry, right? And I'm always, I always get excited when people from Los Angeles, people from like, you know, uh, Europe, they'll like DM and say, oh, this is cool. Or they'll comment. Um, I think that's a tell to, for progression and I'm sure you've experienced Absolutely. this or right. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you experienced this or will be experiencing this very soon uh, because, you know, that's what people forget. We get too caught up, especially, you know, the area we're from, I love, you know, our area suburbs, but um, everybody gets caught up in the hype, but they don't realize mm -hmm. that it's a very small hype. Uh, there's only a, a number of people that can help you here. Uh, you have to really start growing. And uh, for anyone listening to this, if you get discouraged, cause you see like, you know, the popular, you know, person in your class or someone, you know, getting more comments, whatever. Don't look at that as a determinant. Just look at, uh, you know, what, who are you targeting in the industry, right? Like if you're in comedy, if you're in fashion, look at the people that can help you in that area. Don't look at people that, uh, you know, someone down the street that invited them to a party or something, you know what I mean? Uh, 
So if anyone could listen to that for advice, for sure, to help them. But that's great. I'm glad that you have that mindset about collaborating. I think it's so important. And social media, right? Uh, you know, never mind yeah, fashion. Sure. Te- technology is the one that's really, truly evolving. Um, I want to know, like, what has the experience been like for you since announcing the collaboration and marketing the, your clothing brand? Like, how has the feedback been? I know we established it's positive, but kind of give me some more details, like anything that you're learning from, any uh, anyone giving you, like, tips on improvements? Um, I've definitely definitely only received very positive feedback on our collaboration um I've had a couple people reach out to me saying like oh you know like the 94 collection or the 94 production like that's awesome like good for you that you're collabing with it it's a great way for both of our brands to just like expand and you know like capture a greater audience by doing something that is so unique like Many people today would not think to use a dance video as a dance music, dance music dance video. Music, and you'll sorry. see what I mean when you see, well, you guys will understand why <laughs> I say dance music video. Yeah. Um, as a way to like promote their business. People don't think of that today. It's always yeah. just like, let's go, let's rent out a studio. Let's do a photo shoot. Like it's yeah, let's always- do a white backdrop with like studio lights. And it's yeah. like, that's great and all, but where's the grit? <laughs> Like where's, where's, where's like, you know what I mean? There's like, no the- story behind it. And this yeah. is what we were saying before. There's no story. Like in order to capture an audience, you have to be unique and you have to portray what your audience wants to see because yeah, they want to see like professional photos, but like, do they want to see a professional video with dancing in it? Like that's not something you see. But the day. narrative, right? Like people don't realize. So we're alluding. So basically for anyone who's confused, I'm alluding to the dance video, music video that we shot uh, recently, uh, Let It Go, DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber. Now I picked that song. Uh, yeah, it's hype. You know, everyone like knows about Bieber. Everyone <laughs> knows about the song. It's a summer song, whatever. But I told you this, Kristen, and you, you agreed with me. You saw my vision. Uh, the lyrics is what I'm after. The lyrics mm-hmm. is what resonates with me. So when you hear it in that video, uh, you know, talking about rise and grind and like, you know, uh, just hustling that aspect. Um, that's, that's what, what's striking to me, right? It's not just, you know, obviously we'll do videos in the future where, uh, it'll be maybe more stylistic, uh, and you maybe can't understand what the hell is happening in the lyrics, but <laughs> it's important for me, right? There's always a story like 94 Bieber, like, you know, he's born in 94, same year as me. That's the 94 collection. Um, you know, where we shot at the mural, you know, you helped me scout that area. You mentioned it to me. Uh, it's so important that all these pieces, people don't realize these subtleties help create that storytelling experience mm-hmm. as opposed to I'm not condemning anyone because people make a really good living off of that. But I just get, un- I just get, you know, bored, like seeing the same shots, you know, white background, I agree. studio light shining I on. Agree. It's like, change it up, you know, add some, I love movement. I'm a huge fan of movement. You'll see in a lot of my photography. No, like, for sure. It keeps you busy and it keeps the, yeah. the audience captivated on what's going on because but, if it's and just still yeah. like you get bored. I'm a yeah, filmmaker. Boy. I'm a filmmaker first. Right. So I started out this, this journey as, as a person that wanted to be like a Tarantino, but mm-hmm. as I transitioned into photography, you'll notice that I shoot like I was, if I'm a filmmaker, that's why there's a lot of shots where it's like a still in a, in a film or like there's motion, right. Whether it's mm-hmm. you, your sister, you know, other people we bring on. Uh, it's amazing. Like I have a shot of you guys I haven't sent it yet, but 
you're like walking towards the camera, but it's like everyone's looking a different direction. And like, you know, your sister's kind of like swaying her arms and I caught it like perfectly. Like, it's just, I love I'm that. So like, it's, so it looks excited. like it's alive. You know what I mean? It looks, it's not stagnant. It's not like, you know, pose, mm -hmm. pose, pose. Right. Um, so I'm really happy about that. And I'm really happy that it's so important that as collaborators, we share that same vision, um, yeah, no, absolutely. you know, going forward. Yeah. Because that's how we're able to create magic. <laughs> so and whether sorry what's that and magically created <laughs> and magically created there you go i love it so whether we whether we're creatives entrepreneurs accountants or lawmakers right um we all have a desire to leave behind a legacy uh from day one i've always joked around with my friends i say i have it on one of my hoodies uh leave behind a legacy that's one of my my models what is the kind of legacy you would like to leave behind with your brand after apparel I think that, so my brand after apparel was aiming towards a very minimalistic viewpoint. You know, I'm not one for flashy designs, nothing simple after apparel, little triangles, which I didn't get to mention, which I will in a second, what they mean. Um, I guess what I want to leave behind is, you know, you don't have to have expensive brands in order to consider yourself fashionable. You know, simplicity is key. Yeah. The simple, the most, the simpler it is, the more you can expand with it. Like I was saying before, a hoodie, very basic. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. It's simple. Yeah. Whereas if you have all of these flashy designs, you can only go certain ways. Yeah, they might be name brands. Sure, Gucci, Prada, whatever. That doesn't determine if you're fashionable. That doesn't determine, you know, fashion is an art. It's an art base. You can either go one way or the other. For me, I chose to go simple because you can do so much more with it. So I guess what I want to say is that, you know, don't think in order to be fashionable, you have to own the most high-end brands. You can do whatever you want with what you have. Um, simpler is better, always. Look at H&M. They have like a whole basics collection. H&M was my basic. store. Still is, yeah. Amazing. Still is, amazing. No logos, nothing, just a shirt. Nothing, <laughs> basics, yeah. basics. And they, they're known for their basics. Great price point. That's, <laughs> that, oh. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is. That's what our generation has come to. And that, that's what our generation, you know, that's what fashion has been in the past. That's what it is today. And I can yeah. only imagine what it only grows into in, in the future. Like, it's just, these trends are very repetitive. They always shine light every single, like, they always make their way back somehow, like we were mentioning before. So I guess like, yeah, simplicity is key. That's what I want. That's I like what I that. Want. Yeah. So simplicity is the key to brilliance. I remember seeing that in California. I was on Fairfax mm -hmm. Avenue. Uh, so you're, you're definitely onto something. Uh, I was Fairfax Avenue for those that don't know, it's, uh, it's like the streetwear, uh, Mecca of uh, awesome. the Western world. That's awesome. Yeah. That's where Supreme is, uh, dope, um, Huff, like all these big, big top of the line industry leaders. Um, anyone that's a somebody, um, that was on the wall in neon. Simplicity is the key to brilliance. And you said it, you know, like when I created my brand, um, you know, I had a sense of fashion, but obviously I don't know, uh, entirely what's up. <laughs> so my sister, you know, <laughs> she, uh, she, she definitely uh, played a part. I call her my creative director. Cause she is, uh, she's the one that introduced me to pastel colors. And she also told me like, uh, if you want to tap into the female market, uh, what they look for. Uh, so mm -hmm. you got the colors, 
but you also got the, like you just said, the simplicity and the logo used to be like in the front, then in the back, um, like large in the back, like kind of like a Jersey number. Mm-hmm. And she said, just keep it in the front, keep it simple. If you want to put like uh, a tagline or a motto or like some kind of quote, don't put the logo, like, you know, you put it on the sleeve, put the, put the, the quote right in the, in the center and just all these pieces of advice, uh, you know, kind of helped me uh, to real to see like another side of the market. Cause I wasn't just trying to sell the guys. Right. And I think yeah, that's no, for sure. when I designed it, I think like if we were to collaborate last year uh, around March, it would have been very kind of drab the, the hoodies, you know, very, they're, they're all black, but it was more like rugged. They weren't, they weren't mm-hmm. like delicate, like yours are black, but it's, it's, there's a simplicity to it. Mine had like thick, like shoelace, like strings. Like it was, it was a different supplier. Yeah. But again, imagine but you learn from that. You learn from that. Exactly. Like but imagine, but it, but it works out for the better because she understood my vision, right? She understood what I was trying mm-hmm. to do with the dance music videos. So unless you have guys like dancing in them and you're trying to do some kind of masculine testosterone driven video, <laughs> which I was never try- intending, uh, it won't be the case, right? Because I'm thinking right now, like your sister and her friend there, like they're very, they're, they're small, like your sister, especially she's like smaller girl, like she can't wear that uh, mm-hmm. kind of heavy set clothing, right? Um, and that's why the pastel colors work. Um, so I'm really happy about that. And yeah, like you said, it's all about simplicity. It's all about identifying uh, the voice you want your brand to have, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that's so important. I'm glad you have a legacy in mind with After Apparel. And uh so what do you, te- where do you intend before we go? I want to know, like, what do you intend to take this vision and like, what kind of fashion statement are you looking to establish? Um, I definitely want to. So right now my, my brand is mainly, um, I'm just keeping it simple right now since I'm just starting up my, yes. my brand right now. It's only black and white, but I definitely want to introduce like, you know, jackets, hats, like, I just, I really want to expand this, like, this is a huge passion of mine, like, I really, I really think this, you know, with the time and effort put into it, I think that this can, you know, go far, hopefully, fingers crossed, but, right, right, like, you have to have a passion for what you do, like, you can't just do it for the sole purpose of, like, I want some extra cash on the side, like, like we were saying before, like, there's a story behind everything, right, like, and, you know, I, I, I want to focus more on the streetwear, like definitely more streetwear. I don't know, maybe in the future out. I haven't really thought that far yet, to be honest. Um, no, that's fair. I, 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 think, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, I, no, and that's fair. I might expand into something else, but I don't, I don't, I'm going to say I don't know. I, yeah I well what, what it is is that yeah you're still that's what i mean like you're still we're we're both fairly new right like we mm-hmm. we've started this and we're kind of like learning the ropes uh whether it's from our fathers or whether it's from the market yeah and uh we're just like kind of uh feeling feeling it out um experimenting that's that's what i told you guys too when we were filming right is creativity is a, a huge risk it's an experiment mm-hmm. you know nothing is for sure uh this photo i take of you right now might not even look good when in edited uh but I, I enjoy that risk because once in a while or oftentimes, sometimes uh, you get that, um, that golden moment. You get that moment that just ignites, you know, a fire. Uh, if you don't take the risk, like yeah. how do you know the potential outcome? Like if, if I didn't take this risk, how would I have known if I, like I was going to be where I am today? Exactly. You know, it's yeah. kind of just like, just do it. Like, what's what what do you have to lose basically like you 
nothing it's yeah. just something you learn from like it's just something that you know like we should both be extremely proud of because this is like a huge step in both of our lives like it takes a lot of work a lot of effort but you know like it wouldn't have happened if we just held ourselves back and be and be like you know like is, it's true good enough for this like is this really what like is this okay for me you know and i'm grateful and i'm grateful for all my you know contacts my collaborations like you know yourself what i'm saying is because uh exactly your point like i when i started the production company i was just focusing on videography and trying mm -hmm. to get into filmmaking but i always push a little bit more i always try to tap into everything i have an interest in or everything that i want to explore and 94 collection is uh my uh representation my avenue of mm -hmm. my expression i should say for my love of streetwear uh you know and i would go on social media a lot and uh especially during the pandemic and i would always see these dance videos which i shared with you uh mm -hmm. people in the mall or people like these girls with friends dance studios and maybe because i was I, i'm used to like i grew up like watching my sister at dance recitals and like her friends and stuff i always like loved how mm -hmm. the music uh complemented the choreography and the choreography told the story Mm -hmm. um and that's something that uh yeah uh dance music video like a huge risk we wasn't sure how it was going to turn out but pretty confident uh people are going to see a lot more of it so um stay tuned everybody <laughs> and i always say that you know like when people ask me like like you love art you love fashion like what better way to express your love for art than to wear it yeah. literally it's it's perfect like you put every single creation and vision you have in mind and just like if you're lucky enough you can you know do it yourself Execute. or yeah. find your like you can find manufacturers that can do it for you and just spread it spread your creativity with the world like you have nothing to lose honestly. try to emulate yeah you make a good point try to emulate like what drives you is like drives me for sure is like emulating that that uh that creativity that you're imagining right like when i mm -hmm. listen to a song that's that's why i mentioned let it go like when i first heard it i was imagining like a dance video like you know people you have a like, vision you have exactly an idea. like it just comes to you and it's like and it's, i have to crazy. get it done and it would bother me if i didn't right and now that it's done <laughs> like it's the itch has been scratched it's like what's next you know what i mean because mm -hmm. So many of us I know out there listen to music, watch a movie and say, how can I do that? How can I make, make something like that? And I think it just starts with, like you said, just getting started, right? Picking mm -hmm. yourself up and executing. So I'm really, I'm really happy you're saying all the right things, like very inspiring to, to, to hear, uh, you know, uh, someone in my community um, sharing the same interests, but also exploring uh, the path of entrepreneurship. It's not easy, and, um, but you have the right guidance. And you have your father uh, alongside you. And I think that's a huge asset to your business. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where this collaboration goes. Um, I'm super excited. Between us, yeah. Um, it's only going to go higher from there, I believe. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So nevertheless, having said that, uh, I really want to thank you again for coming on the podcast and sharing your journey, sharing your brand. Um, definitely going to have more uh, conversations like these, having you back on the podcast because I want to document our journey. Um, yeah, for sure. have more experiences maybe we'll get some of the dancers uh, i don't know if your sister's <laughs> still shy but uh we'll have her on maybe uh one day uh talk about her experience uh she can tell people the honest truth what it's like working with daniel <laughs> <laughs> the crazy shit i ask people to do uh <laughs> but uh anyway um really happy you, you came on the podcast him. i had a great time he is amazing <laughs> to work with okay and like great artist very talented 
Thank you. Just asked for a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. She wasn't paid to say that, guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, anything else you have to say before we leave? Um, oh, I, I didn't mention my triangles. Oh, yes, yes. Please talk so about them. So the three interlocking triangles, I literally totally forgot to mention what the first question you asked me. But um, this actually represents like the, so the three interlocking triangles actually represent a lot. They are known as like the Holy Trinity right. in like Christian, Christianity, whatever. But they also have a lot of different meanings. They actually mean past, present, future, which right. is very um, idealistic for after apparel because I chose after talking about the evolution of fashion trends and how it changes from the past to the future and I just literally thought it just I literally was looking through like just ideas and I was like oh this is like such a great way to express after like it just worked and well that's the whole focus of your brand right like the evolution of of yeah fashion trends and how do you best represent that with the and the triangles is perfect because I always wondered why it's triangles um, I always just thought it I was know. like A, but it's perfect. It works many different ways, right? You got the A represents the after apparel. Um, and then you got the, uh, the timeline, right? Past, present, future. So it was just like a really cool. Can agree with me and like a whole work in progress takes time. Lots yeah, of, no, of course. Yeah, but you did late it, night right? thinking. <laughs> like you could be like, I don't know many people. And I mean this like uh, that started a, a business. Like everyone's, let's be honest, started a business in the pandemic, whatever happened. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like a legitimate, like they started, like they put time, they put effort, they put energy into it and they've been consistent. Mm -hmm. And to see that uh, is really admirable. I have to say, like, you know, like, I I don't think people understand. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Thank me. Me was a necessity because I I had to do something (laughs) different before I was, uh, you know what I mean? Like I I was just tired of working a dead end uh, sales job, but uh, yeah. Got to just keep, keep at it that's all I that's that's the big lesson I've learned because you never know who's watching uh and you never know who that next client's gonna reach out Mm -hmm. yeah you never know who's gonna reach out the words right out my mouth exactly right so 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 grateful uh to have you um as a collaborator to have you as a friend uh I really do mean that and uh yeah looking forward to to future work with you okay you're so sweet thank you Daniel yeah not a problem (laughs) yeah of course uh so thank you everyone for listening thank you again Kristen Rea for coming on the podcast go check out after apparel it's a-f-t-r uh apparel yeah there you go show a logo uh you can check her out on instagram there you go yeah perfect beauty uh custom made in toronto handmade gotta love it anyway we'll uh talk soon okay take care take care bye guys